there's not enough commentary at baseball games from what I can tell of the uh, interpersonal dynamics of what's going on on the field. Really? You want you want to know uh, a little like uh, like Bull Durham? Like yeah, exactly. I want to know mm-hmm. about the wedding gifts. Uh, I, these are important right. stuff that needs to be learned. Yeah, important things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they uh, do they ever mic players? Like I know in the NFL they often mic a player or two. I feel like they, they the dugout do sometimes, stuff, but not. But you don't really um, get it much on field. I think. No, they, well they've done it though. I mean, I yeah, like, I, I, I know that I've heard times when you know, like the the mm. guy, the first baseman will be talking to the guy. On yeah. First base. Um, yeah, I don't know if they mic them directly or they just have like a good like parabolic or like something per- that they occasionally yeah, use. I'm not sure either. It seems like a lot of you don't want to. You don't want to run the bases sliding and stuff. stuff. You don't want there. one of those backpack thing. You know, like those belt pack <laughs> microphone transmitters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's no good. I get it. Yeah, you ever been to a baseball game, Lex? Yeah, I've been to major and minor league baseball games. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. You just, you seem like you're you're you're, you're definitely a football. Fan fan obviously so i figured i figured you uh i don't know put all your eggs in one basket i guess i i, I don't care about baseball but i can enjoy <laughs> the experience of going to a game baseball doesn't care about you mm. it's true tough but fair you know if you know the game could be tied in the seventh and i'll be like hey what a great time to leave no (laughs) terrible god do you ever i mean i mean think about doing that at a football game right like the game's tied in like the third quarter and you're like yeah yeah yeah, good time to leave oh my home i go Mm -hmm. right i'm sure the eagles would be fine i am a football fan (laughs) yeah well that's your that's your problem well Guess who's, guess who's uh, got betas on, on everything? But now we can talk about it. Every time in the last like several weeks I where I was talking about betas, you guys are yeah. like, fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> no, we, we never said that. Yeah, but it was we the vibe. It, the yeah, vibe like, was very much, we don't care about your beta experiences. Well, yeah, but now that you guys, you fancy lads, have the I beta. Just, all I said was, <laughs> I've got betas on everything, okay? That's all I, I said. I didn't say no. It's time to talk you, about okay? betas. Fine, you want? You want? Not we don't have. We can, just, we can move on. We can just go right to questions if you want to. <laughs> don't let. Uh, don't tempt Lex. Don't tempt Lex. <laughs> I uh, I only have it on my phone so far, mostly from laziness. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I, as it's interesting. Well, that's frequent. oh. So uh, I, the phone was like the last thing I thought uh, I wanted it on for sure. Because well, I wanted to actually experience new stuff, and yeah. I use my iPad a little bit less, and really use it as like a device for three things. But my phone is all the time, so I figured let's just go on. Like I got no more travel; all my trips are road trips. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I wasn't worried. I just went for it. Just went for it, and it's, it's been okay. Like I, I'm typically in low power mode all day right now, which is typical <laughs> for me in phone betas. Um, oh, I thought you meant you were. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, what's your phone on? Yeah. I'm in low power mode too. <laughs> Dan, I just, Dan was definitely in low power mode yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm more sane today than yesterday. Um, we, we recorded Biff yesterday after after yeah. Dan got off a red eye. Yeah. But so I, I don't know what features to be excited about. I, I had to read Dan's six colors article a couple times to know what am I, what am I even doing? Well, here? that's the thing, right? Like I, I I rushed around and like got everything on the betas and then. I kind of forgot about it for a day <laughs> and I was experiencing, you know, like I was experiencing the things that were like right in my face. Um, the thing that I really wanted to do uh, was run the screensavers on my Mac, which was super, mm-hmm. you know, that, mm-hmm. I, the screensaver savers are quite nice. 
Those, I'm having those are, an issue. Those are good. I like those let, a lot. Let, let me preempt this by saying, you know, anytime I'm critical of a beta feature not working properly, I fully acknowledge it's beta. So it's I'm not mad at Apple. I'm just noting. I wanted to configure the uh, standby screens a little bit because I, what I was surprised to learn was that it works um, even when it's plugged into a lightning charger. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. any, any plugin. Um, but uh, I... I want to configure it <laughs> and like you can swipe through some options, but all their screenshots show like a full screen clock. And that's what I want. Cause I don't need to see my <laughs> calendar or reminders when I'm sleeping and my phone is next to me. I just want to see the time. And every time I go to customize it, uh, I am not able to customize it. It just does not work. So I'm excited really? for that to work. There was a bay. There was an earlier build where that was not working, but I thought it was working. In the it's working recently. for me. Well, that's all the Solve the problem. Maybe you need a smaller works for phone. Molds. Closed <laughs> as works for molts. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I never said I, ever. Never written on a <laughs> on a radar ever. I remember having some issues with it early on, but I thought it was generally like one of those you know restart fixed kind of things. Um, I had some other problems with uh, with standby. One of which was the stand I was using at my nightstand is below my face level height like because it's on like a lower <laughs> shelf and so if you want to do stuff in standby mode like use one of the widgets or open something you have to unlock the phone because the phone is, i think technically that's locked. what's happening for me i think that's my issue mm. like i can get my face near it but like it literally leaves the face id icon up on the screen yes yes i've noticed <laughs> and, that too and won't I, then it wouldn't authenticate me and i can't type in my password because, because the face covers. id logo covers it. yes so that's, uh, that I was my that's issue early do. on i could not type my password because it covered the keyboard and i'm yeah. like that's just that is bad design <laughs> like you can't type a, a like a you know whatever keys are on the edge of the keyboard because there's an icon there uh, but that a, was the problem because like, i would have to either like take it off the stand and there's like a like a second where it doesn't leave standby mode right and you can authenticate uh, or yeah, I would have to type in my password. It was proving very complex. To do this that. works because Maltz's phone uses Touch ID. That's why it's fine for him. It does not. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't use Touch ID. No, I know. I don't have an SE. I have a. I have a Mini. So it's Face oh, ID. Wow. Yeah. You think you know a guy? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I was going to complain just a minute ago because I of a <laughs> I got a notification of Lex updating the the shared iCloud note that had, that had titles oh, in it okay. and and uh, that's the other thing like it's very every time it seems a update i don't know if it's just updating the betas or if it's just updating the operating system it turns on like re like reminder updates we you know we have a shared groceries list and um it suddenly started sending me notifications again that karen was adding things to the list and it's like i don't want to get those notifications i don't need to know that she added eggs to the list I will know when I go to the grocery store that eggs are on the list. I don't like that information is useless to me. Um, and for some reason, it, it was it was sending those notifications, and I opened the the settings, and it was off. To, you know, like it was not supposed to be sending notifications, and it seemed like oh. it realized that like after I opened it because <laughs> I stopped it getting notifications. After it that. was like, oh, was like uh, oh, oh, what are you doing uh, yeah, no, I didn't mean I didn't send you anything. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't mean nothing. Um, so I got I got the notification that Lex had updated this um this note and then i thought oh i'll go i'll go open up the note and of course it had it, the note itself had not been updated i mean like because we've had that problem <laughs> <laughs> perennially on this podcast yes, where, i have where to restart the notes you after to, you guys to when, see but it did notes. update just a second ago it just updated. i saw yeah, it I, too. I, yeah. I, I restarted the app oh, oh you did yeah, yeah okay mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's mark, still the same <laughs> that's marked as uh are you are you on relax. are you on you're not on sonoma though so maybe it's you no yeah 
No. Maybe it is fixed in Sonoma. I'm on many other drugs, but you're Sonoma. You are not fixed on Sonoma. Ask your doctor if Sonoma is right for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Ask your doctor if fixing Lex is right for you. (laughs) Ask your doctor. I'm picturing you asking your doctor about Sonoma, and they're like, I don't know. What am I? Software developer? What do you you want want from me? Uh, Side effects may include death. Uh, (laughs) I'll read the fine print. Mm. Any any uh, likes or other dislikes from? Well, like I said, the the, 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 um, the screensavers I think are super cool. The I, I like the lock they, screen the too. Top, like yeah, the, it's good I when mean, the top uh, thing that you're looking forward to on a device is I know, a screensaver. I know it's crazy, but but um and and um, what's the thing we were just talking about? <laughs> standby, standby mode. Standby mode. Standby mode. Yeah, I mean, I it it's not obviously not as great for me because my phone isn't on all the time you know it doesn't have the always on screen but mm-hmm. um i think i'm gonna like that i uh I, I don't know i'm i have other things that i am disappointed by <laughs> like i in life the the solution that apple is using with stickers and stuff in iMessage doesn't really mean unlimited emoji reactions well that's it's actually not there that feature is not there yet Okay. That feature is still coming. It has been. It's just not in the current build. So it's it's different from stickers. Then it it's, it's better than stickers. stickers. Okay, yes. good. So yes. I'll wait to see that. I also I I'm not lo- I, Apple continues to mess with how messages works in most releases. Right, they do stuff, and I don't hate this new menu under the plus button. I also don't love it. Uh, it feels like it's a little bit slower to get to photos. And it's also weird because it doesn't look like literally anything else in the entire OS. Yeah, that and button like, style is just very strange because when you bring up that pop-up menu, I've, there's no other control in, in iOS that looks like that menu, which is strange to me. Yeah, and I also I can't figure out if there's a good way to configure what you shows up in that menu. You can drag stuff to reorder it, yes. If you but tap I, and I, hold on it, you can do that. Right, I can reorder stuff, but I, can't, I just want images to be on the main plus screen, and it doesn't oh. seem like I can do that. No, you should be able to do it. You can, you can just drag it up. Drag, drag it, drag it oh, up. look at that. It did drag work. It God damn, go. knows everything. It's true. <laughs> but that's totally not intuitive. Nobody's going to discover that on their own. That's dumb. Oh, this drag is it to a thing you can't see. I would have tried own. that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Maybe it's just maybe it's you. Close you have to try I tried, it, I tried it earlier on... Uh, I didn't, although I couldn't get it to work on the widgets on the watch. Yeah, so fuck you. Yeah. But I tried it. <laughs> I have appreciated... Um, also, I don't know if you've run into the uh, tip kit prompts... There are more places now where it will surface. Is that, is that when you, you tip your uh, your genius at the Apple Store? It's when you tip your yes, you tip your genius because they're unionized. Because <laughs> that's um, what they wanted. Yeah. No, there that's are places where it will pop up. Yeah, <laughs> there are places where it will pop up a little like um, not a balloon exactly, but like it will pop up a dialog box in certain places to let you know about how to use a feature. Um, <laughs> if it sees you trying to use a feature, it looks little, like you're trying to. A little paperclip no. shows up and yeah, tells you. A little paperclip shows up. No, I, I found that handy because it is nice to call out things where it's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Um, I had a watch feature this week. So maybe are you guys on the watch beta or not? I am. Sounds like Wolves is, but I'm not. Yep. I was curious. I, I to said know, everything. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, okay. Lex, not TVOS. I don't even yeah, I'm not sure how to do that. Um, Lex, I'm curious. So I only use walking directions occasionally. Like it's usually in a place, a city where I haven't been before. So, yep. Um, but in the past on the watch, when you bring up watching direction, walking directions, it just has, like, the screen on the watch just shows you, like, the next thing. Like, take a right yes. on this 600 feet. It now shows you the map, like a little version of the map with your route on it. 
and I love it. It's so much better. Mm. Like it'll show you just like the screen on your phone. It'll be like, here's the little map. Here's your route. Here's the like the street intersections are. You're gonna take it right up here. Um, it's way way better for oh. navigating stuff. Yeah. Um, I was a real fan of that when I was using it this past weekend. Um, because you just you know you just glance at your wrist and you're like, oh yeah. I tend to stay up. away from using maps when my watch is on because I hate the aggressive left and right tapping <laughs> alerts. Yeah. Which I never learned which one was which. I, I think Neither it's impossible I. to learn which one is which. Honestly, I think, it's I, think not, I just <laughs> I, I hit no. I think it's impossible. Um, I I just usually there's like a weird aggressive alert. Closest I just people, assume, like, I, people I need with, I need to turn some direction. That's people the who need to look people at your who need those affordances. Which direction you're turning? People who really need those affordances pay more attention to them than you do. So they, Almost they, certainly, they they, uh, they do actually learn them. So no, I'm I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying I think it's funny that it, for me it's just a cue to look at my watch. Like oh, yes. I should look at my watch. Yeah, I gotta I, turn somewhere. I agree. I have not learned them at all, but yeah, they are learnable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, I, <laughs> we're just gonna argue about this for the rest. Of the no, I, I think the watch interface for maps has gotten much better than it used to be in the um, seventeen. So seventeen in the seventeen hundreds. Ten watch OS ten. Watch um, OS ten. There we go. The number they haven't lined it up yet. They keep they everyone keeps theorizing. Some year they'll just turn them all so they're all the same. Everyone does, Dan. Sure. Everyone. <laughs> just th- those are all the same people who cannot learn what's left and right on the watch. Yep. Yep. That's everybody. <laughs> There's anyway. plenty of people who can't learn left and white. Left. Left and white. Left, left and right <laughs> in general. <laughs> left and white are the two that's, political that's a little parties bit in this too country. Much, too much on point. Yeah. Right. For. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, that was the thing I discovered this weekend that I didn't know was in there, and I I very much appreciated it. Um. Uh. Yeah, I was trying to remember what the other. Um, how's How's your phone um, battery life, though? Because uh, am I the only one low power? No, mode? it's <laughs> shit. It's shit. Uh, I, have, my, I don't think I've had a, the beta on it long enough to know. Well, yeah, both my it's at ninety seven percent right now, and I've been look at this guy using it all day. So it's all day. What time is it there, John? It's eleven fifteen. You've been okay. using it all day. Ninety seven percent of eleven fifteen is not life. bad. Goes from nine oh to God. eleven. Dan is being a real dick today, day. isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I got sleep now. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> but yesterday he was just grumpy. Now he's just a dick. man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what doesn't make Dan grumpy? In fact, <laughs> it makes Dan joyful. It's memberful. Oh, yeah. That's true. That is accurate. Maltz, pick a number one through four. Uh, three. Sometimes taking a risk is the move you need to make. Oh, boy, that's archery. Let's try it again. Sometimes taking a risk is the move you need to make to get to where you want to be. Have you ever told yourself you're ready to monetize that work you're so passionate about? Well, now there's no excuse because memberful makes building a membership business easy. It's true. And this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by our friends at Memberful. Memberful is everything you need to run a membership program, including a streamlined and powerful checkout, an easy-to-use member portal, transactional emails, and a member management dashboard. We use Memberful to power Rebound Prime. Last week on this very podcast, I offered a deal of uh, a Prime Day deal. If you use promo code Prime Day when you sign up for Rebound Prime through, I think, end of day tomorrow as we record. So the day you're probably listening to this, July 19th. So if you hear this in time, go use that promo code, save 10%. But it's driven 
significant amount of extra income for this podcast, um, especially in a, a worse off year for overall podcast advertising. It's been a pretty reliable uh, way to, for us to make extra money for the show and a great way to interact with uh, our power fans, our super fans, our crazy power super fans. <laughs> We're a superpower, I think is what I'm trying to say. Memberful lets you build a membership that's best suited to your audience with custom branding, newsletters, podcasts, ahem, gift subscriptions, Apple Pay, free and paid trials, automatic referral discounts, and tons more. And analytics give you an easy-to-use in depth of view of what's working, what's not, and where to double down. Blackjack. Memberful seamlessly integrates with the tools you already use, including MailChimp, WordPress, Stripe, Discord, and more. And if you need them, you can contact their world-class support team ready to help you simplify your memberships and grow your revenue. They're passionate about your success, and you'll always have access to a real human. Go and check it out right now to see if Memberful can work for you. You can get started with no credit card required. Go to memberful.com slash rebound. It could be the next great move for your business. Memberful.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Memberful for their support of this show. And go to prime.reboundcast.com to see it in action. Have either of you had any experience with live voicemail? Not yet, no. It's, it's, I, I know you love it. And I, I, I have a it. caveat to that. I'm going to ask for a skip. We'll come back to you. I've read come your, back to me. I've read your caveat, and I get it, um, I think. Um, but I, no, I, I have a new one. Okay. So keep going. But so I, after reading Dan's article, I turned on like Silence Unknown Callers. And then like one minute later, I got an email from uh, a potential client who was like, hey, I'll call you soon. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't want them to go straight to that voicemail and start leaving one, and then I have to pick it up. So I immediately turned off Silence Unknown Callers again. So... Uh, I, I think it works great for people who don't have to answer their phone. Uh, I'm unclear as to phone. why silence. Uh, it should still, I guess it doesn't still ring through to voicemail for you because I've still No, I think it still calls. would. I just didn't want to make that person go to voicemail. And oh, I yeah, wouldn't you, see their I call think it would. Mm-hmm. I think it would ring first. There is some weird machine learning stuff going on there. Because like today, for example, I was waiting for a call from the car dealership because I dropped my car off and it just rang for me. It never, like even though it's not in my contacts. So I don't know what's doing, how it's determining what numbers to ring through or not. That's an interesting question. Or it's, or it's broken. And I, I do have some, that's where some of my caveats come in, because I think it's not currently entirely working as designed. The complaint that I saw, which I guess is not yours, is people saying that the default voicemail greeting that that's Apple the is using is confusing people. <laughs> yes. And the issue seems to be in a previous beta build, when I tried it out, it worked as I expected. I called, like I used Skype to call my own number. And then it rang and it showed, I sent them the you know, voicemail and it started showing the transcript of the stuff that I was saying to Skype because I just got my normal voicemail message. Yesterday, my wife called while I was, uh, I think it was while I was recording a podcast with John. And I was like, well, I'll try the live voicemail, voicemail thing so I can see whether it's like her just calling to ask a question about dinner or whether something's up. Um, and it just said, a message is being left. And then she <laughs> texted me and was like, I got a weird message like when I called you and I later on I got the voicemail from her and I guess what it does is like say what you're calling about and maybe the person will pick up and there's like I have this very awkward great voicemail from now where there's a long pause and she goes wanted to ask questions about dinner or something like that (laughs) and I was like okay so and my I have a custom voicemail on and if for some reason it is not playing it back I guess when people with Lex and Dan (laughs) voicemail set with Lex and Dan. Not, not playing, playing it Okay, Sorry, I had to run that through. Um, <laughs> Still not completely awake. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not. One night doesn't do it. Um, so, but yeah, like that's my question is, is it working as it's supposed to or did something break in one of the builds and now it's sort of 
not working correctly. Right. The whole because... benefit of a feature of that sort is not being explicit about it. Because if you tell people, hey, yes, I might be screening exactly. and I might answer, then you're rude for not answering. It's Even very, if everybody has the it's feature. It's very weird. Yeah. And like, it's yeah. one thing if you don't have any voicemail set, it needs to play something. Although it's, I think it should probably just still default to like, the number you have reached is not available or whatever, right? Like, I agree. Giving too much information is bad. What's What's tricky about it is that because it's your phone answering it, it's not done at a carrier level. Like the, yeah. the phone software is answering it, right? So they need to create a voicemail message. And I think they decided maybe this will be helpful. And the answer is it's not because it's giving too much information and people are confused because that's not how voicemail works. <laughs> yeah. It basically, it needs to obviously prompt you to set a new voicemail greeting. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, the default absolutely. one at most should be like, please leave your message. It may be transcribed. <laughs> like That's it. Yeah, have to say it's like real that. time. doesn't say they're looking at it right now. You can even generate something with Siri for all I care. Just like a text-to-speech, right? Like, I don't know. It, there's any number of ways you can handle that, and I think the way they're handling it now is not correct. But I also think it's broken in the current build. So Speaking of yeah. Siri, I have several. Well, now you can barely even say that with people yep, around that's the right. latest. But my daughter, Sierra, is very unhappy about this change. Um, you can turn it off, too. Just you can, it soon. Yeah. but basically anybody using it, anybody talking to her who doesn't turn it off on their device will trigger their device. I'm mm-hmm. living proof of that. Mm-hmm. And she already leaves it, the current iteration, the current public iteration off on her devices because anybody calling her name and saying, hey, first triggers it happen all the time. So she doesn't use it. But I've noted at least some differences with Siri while I'm in the car um, where it's making some extra sounds to indicate it is understanding or it's thinking or it's not understanding. So when it's paired via Bluetooth in my car and I go to it and it's struggling, like when it's going to fail, basically, it was giving me a dun-dun-dun, like some weird sound effect to show that oh, yeah. it's thinking but not dead. And that seemed yep. new, um, which I thought was interesting. I get a weird one when I, um, when I walk out of the house and I put my AirPods in and I'm like, a lot of times in the past I felt I had to like unlock my phone so that the AirPods would be like, yep, I'm connected to the phone now. Whereas, like, if I just tried to use Siri to play a song immediately, it would just not respond. And now it seems to actively, like, it hears that I'm querying it, and I think it it then connects to the phone, because I'll get, like, a little chime thing that's sort of like an acknowledgement, um, rather than before, where I just got nothing. Like, you'd, you'd use the the prompt like several times and it'd be like I, I, why, why are you talking to me i don't i can't help you um <laughs> but i think because one of the things they said that's in the features is that it's now better it's faster at switching between your devices um and supposed to be more reliable when like going between say an ipad and an iphone or whatever what about you Moltsy? what about me <laughs> what, what about new stuff are you liking the most <laughs> i already talked about I, I said a couple things but um what else i don't know Okay, good to know. I haven't touched the iPad <laughs> yet. I mean, I, like all I've done, the thing that I'm not, well, we talked about this yesterday, but like, uh, I, because uh, um, Jason had said that basically he was able, I mean, the reason I installed everything was he had been, he said he was able to do everything that he needed to do. Um, and I guess he does not use Audio Hijack for recording podcasts because Audio Hijack does not work on betas, I guess. So that Audio was Hijack a little bit is, like, I was like, who, oh, who said okay. that? I, I, <laughs> Uh, Jason Snell. Oh no, he definitely still uses Hijack, but he's using a separate computer to do it. Okay, he's not. Uh, he's not doing it on the beta. Yeah, uh, okay. because Hijack does not work. So some rogue amoeba stuff works. Fission, for example, works fine. Yeah, uh, it throws up a warning saying this may not be supported, but it still functions just fine. Anything that requires the ACE, where it, the actual thing that does the hijacking, um, does not currently work. 
and which is in, obviously totally fine. Like they don't have to be compatible with yeah. unreleased. But OSs. the thing is, the it, thing well, is, it's not I mean, that it doesn't work. It's just they won't let you even try. Right. right like right. it doesn't. There's, even, no, it there's doesn't nothing even, saying yeah. it won't work. They just don't want to deal with people. You know, calling in support for <laughs> for like something on a beta, which Paul's I get, but guy. it would be it would be nice if you could be like, I'm willing to accept these risks. <laughs> Please like just throw let me caution use your to software. the wind button. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, at kinda, some point, there will be yeah. a beta that lets you right. do it, and that's fine. But I, it is, uh, yeah, I did have to. I don't think I ended up recording anything this past week that's used audio hijack. But like, I was worried I might have to use QuickTime Player like a like an animal. Now, <laughs> did you, um, Dan, experience? Uh, issues with the new york times crossword puzzle app on ios 17 oh yeah so yeah i have to force quit it basically every time uh to well, get the clue right to, the only thing back. you can't see is the clues which makes the yeah. crosswords significantly more difficult <laughs> it's, um, it's a extra advanced level of crosswords i do like to switch to uh, on the you know the the new york times crossword puzzle app on the phone lets you go to a thing where it's just like a list of all the clues in their squares mm. versus seeing in the grid and that tends to work more i use it on the phone i would use it on the ipad if it, it existed but it doesn't uh because i'm bad at looking through the grid and more good at looking at a straight line but yeah that i was I, like what is wrong with the new york times how do they ship something like this and then one second later it's my fault because i'm an asshole <laughs> so just remember yeah it's your i uh i do my usually do the crossword on the phone so i've taken to force quitting it every time and it seems to work fine once that's happened but i will I think say that's probably so because they're doing a custom keyboard and that's yeah that's yeah, yeah. but part, i mean part of my point of bringing that up was that i think i so far i have been pretty well pleased at how stable all this stuff is um and i don't it's not bad i feel like yeah. i feel like it's well i feel like it's more stable than previous years yeah well i mean particularly, i think particularly the gotten, mac particularly the mac yeah i think oh yeah well there's no big change in the mac this year yeah. i think the past several years you had like big underlying changes right. and that definitely but i think the mac is here. the one thing that i that i would not have upgraded to i mean i think I, I said this like a few weeks ago where like oh you know i mean like i'm sick of upgrading every fall and then like dealing with a bunch of bugs until like the dot five release comes out and then everything gets fixed and then we start it all over again um I don't feel like it's going to be as bad this time, but yeah, I don't, I don't think yeah. so. I mean, I've, I having two Macs means that I don't mind putting one on the beta as long as I have a stable machine to do podcasting on. Dan, I have so many um, Macs. Yeah, that's why I was wondering about you putting. <laughs> two, I open the man. I open, you have like eighteen thousand Macs. You can spare one. <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not ready to fuck with OS Mac OS betas. I can't do that. I have the one Mac that I use, and if it did not work properly, yeah, I would lose my mind. Right. Yeah, I find most of the, the problems I've run into overall are things that are, you know, transient wonk, wonky problems that, like, a restart will We have will that fix. in our city, too. <laughs> well, I don't think so. Um, we don't. Uh, but, for example, this morning... It seems unlikely. I was... This morning, I was using my phone, and I went back to the lo- the home screen, and the status bar wasn't was gone like the clock and the signal strength stuff it just wasn't there it was in other apps but it wasn't on the home screen and i was like that's weird also my phone is very warm i think i'll just restart it and i restarted it and everything was fine but that's the kind of problems i run into is like something is behaving a little strangely but it's not like happening every time i launch the app it just seems to stuff seems to go bad at some point i just restart the phone it's like all right it seems to be working fine now but that that feels very much of the kind of caliber of problem that I'm willing to deal with in a beta, as opposed to sure. like, oh, this app never launches; it doesn't work at all. There's, I actually have a feature. 
I guess request that's not going to be a part of Mac OS ever. But the thing yeah, that's you, bothering you, me you're requesting Mac. this of me and John because we have zero power. Yeah. But before I before I ask it, we're also brought to you this week by our friends at Factor. Now that we're in the thick of summer, not Alan thick, but just the thick of summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and it can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Uh, The first batch they sent uh, for me were vegan and vegetarian meals, which my wife and kids gobbled up. And this time I was like, send me everything. And so now we got some some new vegan meals plus some meat meals. And I Mm -hmm. had one for lunch today that was... uh, I'm going to have one right after this podcast. It was a chicken bacon ranch situation, and it was great. It was great. really good. Like, the thing is, you get them and you're like, oh, I should put this in the freezer. But no, they don't go in the freezer. They go in the fridge because they're just ready. It's great. Oh, my. It's great. It's great. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. And you can treat yourself to more than 34 weekly restaurant quality options like bruschetta shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, which was also my team in college, and grilled steakhouse <laughs> filet mignon. Plus, keep your energy up with lunch to go. Factor's effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers, no microwave required. Factor offers more than 34 delicious weekly options to fit a variety of lifestyles, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and protein plus. Then select for more than 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg, egg bites, and smoothies. Oh, my kids love the smoothies. Smoothies? My kids love the smoothies. There's a lot of competition here for the... Who gets the mango ones? I like the strawberry banana ones. And you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice because Factor offset 100% of their delivery emissions to your door, along with sourcing renewable electricity and featuring sustainably sourced seafood. Yeah, I opened the package today and I noticed how um, nicely uh, biodegradable it seemed. Yeah, it's actually quite cool and highly recyclable. Head to factormeals.com slash rebound50 and use code REBOUND50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code REBOUND50 at factormeals.com slash REBOUND50 to get 50% off your first box. And if you say all those numbers and words over and over again, like I just did, you feel like you're having a stroke. Our thanks to Factor (laughs) for their support of this show. REBOUND50 at factormeals.com slash REBOUND50. Thanks, Factor. Uh, But so here's that feature request. If you remember right before that ad, I was mentioning. Um, So I do a lot of Zooms. And my strategy when I'm on video calls is whoever I'm talking to, I dra- whoever's like the lead person on the other side, I drag their face right under my camera so that I can kind of look at them and it looks like I'm looking in their eye, basically. But I also need to know how far into a call I am. And I know in like very, very, very early Mac OS betas, they were putting like the Apple menu in the center. I want a way to put the clock in the center of my menu bar. That would be a game changer for me because I have to very obviously look to the side to see what time it is. Uh, to where the upper right where your Mac puts it. And I want a way to put a clock right underneath my camera in the menu bar area. Any lower, you, and it's obvious that I'm looking at a, the wrong place. At the, mm-hmm. But like, oh, do you have a, you don't have a, which machine is this on? This is on a laptop that's, you know, a MacBook Pro that's connected to a giant monitor. Okay. I was going to say, if you had a laptop with the notch, you should ask, isn't Huckleberry have the, the uh, utility where it like puts stuff oh, off yeah. the notch? That's like you true. should ask him and put a clock in. That's probably the only way you're going to get it. That's not a bad I mean, idea. or somebody else designs a specific app that does that, but yeah. What if you had an actual clock? So <laughs> hanging like, off your monitor. The, yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Uh, I would have to look above my whole setup because, you know, I have a, an attached camera to the monitor, so it's already high. I have to look, I'd, I'd be obviously looking somewhere, meaning at a clock. It's fine. It's what I do now, but I just, I, it could be so much more seamless. So somebody should fix that. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. 
Now, we mentioned Rebound Prime already. We do have, it uh, looks like, five Rebound Prime questions. We had a giant un- uh, giant influx of Rebound Prime subscribers with uh, last week's coupon code. Giant nobody had questions. <laughs> influx. Oh, yeah. We're, we're rolling in memberful dollars. Um, listener Moth Those are like asks, real money, but you can't use them for anything. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Apple Watch Ultra? Have you guys considered getting one? I have not. I mean, well, yeah, I, I thought about it. looks nice, but it's I... It's too much I, watch for me. <laughs> yeah, it's Exactly the same thought I had. Yeah. Exactly. It looks nice. Thought. I saw a yeah, couple people great. this past weekend who have them, and I they do look great. They're super cool-looking watches. I think it might just be too big for me. If they made one that was like the size of the current watch, I'd consider it. Yeah, I mean, I can't, and I can't wait for some of the features to trickle down, like the, the action button would be nice. And I think the whole design, the flat face and the titanium-like chassis and all that i think it looks super great i think it looks really nice i do really enjoy having i have my blue watch right now and i do i was looking at that today and thinking i really like this blue watch nice i uh, have recently been noting people wearing the smaller form apple watches and that's what i lust after i actually don't even think i love i really? like the, the feature life yeah. of the ultra sure but i really like those smaller screen watches i think that'll maybe might i guess the reason i've never gone to the other size is because it'll render all my bands useless <laughs> Yeah, but I, I am tempted by the smaller watch form. I yeah, I switched to the smaller one and I'm not really? looking back. Interesting. I find the smaller one too small. I just don't. I I I don't know. It I, I'm actually. I mean, I'm wearing my, my arm, five. My five is is even smaller than the current small. Right. So I think it's like it's not 38, but it's not 40. The current ones it's are 40. 40. I think it's. I we actually just yeah. got. I think I mentioned last week. My my wife's watch broke. And what we ended up doing was during Prime Day, um, we we ordered a new one uh, because it was on sale. And was like, well, the 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 going rate according to Apple for fixing a Apple Watch is like two ninety nine, and the the Series Nine or whatever's on sale for two eighty. So let's just buy one. And if they want you to pay a bunch of money to fix your watch. Then you just say no, and you use the new watch. And if not, if they fix it, then we send this one back. Um, and so she got it. And then yesterday she was sitting there going, like, oh, I haven't heard from Apple yet. I kind of want them to just say it's broken because now I covet the new watch that I've got sitting here and haven't set up yet. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's how that works. Um, and then like literally an hour later, she's like, oh, Apple wrote, yep, it's broken. Woohoo! I get to open my new watch now. <laughs> um, and it, she was saying, oh, it does seem bigger than, the, than my current watch. But um, going from the five to the nine, it's only like a millimeter or something. It's incredibly yeah. small. Yeah, it's not difference. But the screen is much bigger. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm sure it'll be fine, but I'm definitely... Definitely sticking with the smaller one. And I'm kind of... I was thinking about upgrading this year, but we'll see. Um, Because I... Well, I was... I think I was worried about the battery life getting even worse on, you know, the new operating system with my 5. Or it being slow. And it doesn't seem terribly slow so far. So I was like, why? Well, you know, squeeze more life out of it. What the heck? Yeah, this is definitely famous last words-ish, but, like, I, I can't imagine feeling motivated to get a new watch until this one is not functional. Like, yeah, it's fine. I really only yeah. care about time and getting certain notifications on my wrist. And I guess I, I use the, the workout features, but I don't need anything fancier than what it already does. So yeah, it's, well, it's until, a product yeah. that has until they, kind of the, until they come problem. up with something that's like super fancy and you're like, Oh, that would be useful. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm hard pressed to know what that would be. Exactly. I, well, I, we have other questions, but I was curious about this recently when I was somewhere where I had terrible service Apple's thing where you can, you know, send emergency texts with satellites. Can you, 
does it have to be an emergency? <laughs> like, like what, how does it work if you're in a place where there's absolutely no service, you want to be able to send a message saying, hey, by the way, I'll be unreachable for the next hour because I'm in a place with no service. Like, is that a reasonable use of that feature or does it no. only work to say like, I'm in an emergency? No, because it contacts emergency services. So definitely don't do that. Oh, it does. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I didn't. It, it automatically does when you're using that feature. Can you, can, yeah. make the, can you talk to this person about this podcast deal I'm doing? Yeah, right. <laughs> but so that's it, but it, so it automatically when you're using that feature. Currently, yes, there are. Users. I believe there are rumors that it will allow for some degree of non-emergency texting in a future software update someday. But like, yeah, so far that hasn't materialized. It's really designed for emergency use. Uh, you can go in and test it. There's a test feature for it. I think if you go into settings for emergency SOS, I believe it lets you do a, essentially. Like it goes, walks you through the whole thing of like locating the satellite, but the texts don't go anywhere. Got it. Yeah. Got so, it. Got it. Got it. There you go. Well, um, here's another question yeah. from listener RC. Yeah. I read today that Anchor Brewing is going out of business, which made me sad. What brands that have disappeared do you miss the most? <laughs> Crystal Pepsi. Oh. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Can I specific like sub brands like of a like? So there's like a cereal that I really loved growing up, and they don't make that cereal anymore. What's the cereal, is, Dan? Uh, it's the most boring cereal known to man, but I really loved it. It was Kellogg's Product 19. Oh, they don't make Product 19 anymore? They don't make Product 19 anymore. Oh. So upsetting. Huh. Uh, also, I'm going to put that else on the list. When I was growing up, Pepperidge Farm had these sesame snack sticks that were like little <laughs> sesame breadstick oh, yeah. things. Yeah, they I don't make those, those anymore either, John, and it makes wow. me very angry. I found it. I was Googling this the other day and I found somebody who's like, I'm trying to recreate the recipe, but I can't figure out how to do it. The two things that I can think of are things that I probably would hate now. Um, And one of them is a cereal. It's, it's a quiz. No, not quisp. uh, Quake. Quake. uh, And I think you can actually get these. Like there are, I think they, they still, I don't know how they make them. I mean, I think somebody has the downtime bunker. Their bunker was full. Well, I think like the downtime at the, at the, Captain Crunch Factory, they they churn out Quisp and Quake, which are probably basically the same stuff in just a different shape. Um, but I always like they, they had like some there was some contest between Quisp and Quake when I was a kid, and I was a big Quake fan. And they were like, "We're only going to keep one of them," and and Quisp won, and I was Sur- I was very upset. Surprising number of Q cereals that are having a yeah. Um, the and then the other thing was they used to make. Um, I'm trying to remember. Is, is it? I think it's. I think it was Ho Hos. Like the what are the ones that are tube are shaped? Oh, Ho Hos, like not Ding Dongs or yeah, and Ding Dongs are are like cups or, or like are like a puck, like hockey pucks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Ding Dongs are like hockey pucks. Ho Hos were the, Ho-Hos with are the like sort of Swiss rolls, tubes. basically. Yes, yeah, so like little Swiss rolls. Yeah, they yeah, used to make yeah. a, a Ho Ho with um with vanilla icing on the outside instead of chocolate. Um, oh, and I always really liked those. That's what I always used to get. Okay, um, interesting. On the cereal front, I really miss Kellogg's Smart Start. Um, I loved Man. that cereal, and they disconnected, disconnected, disconnected it. it in 2018. <laughs> and, but uh, if you leave a message, they might read. <laughs> but I, uh, I, re- I mean, it was a great cereal. I loved it, and it's just gone. I don't even know why they killed it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, they make so many cereals too, right? Like Kellogg's yeah. is like that's they do. That's all they do. You make cereals. I don't think that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's do, interesting it's that they discontinued do. those two. Um, I guess there's a sort of a. I, it, it seems like that, like a lot of the super sugary ones, 
they still make the basic ones, but they don't make as many. Like they're not. Oh, like they're not Oreo making, flavored and yeah, they're pieces, not, pieces version or whatever. I guess they are still doing those, aren't they? I, don't I think know. They maybe do. I, I think just don't maybe, pay attention to them. Right. We I think we don't shop for those. Yeah. Is the probably yeah. the. Yeah. Or at least, but, at least but also Moulton like we I never like we never considered giving Hank any of that stuff growing up. I oh mean, yeah, like, I was know, never I, allowed to have any of that stuff. As oh, a kid. I had it all. I mean, like I just, I mean, I can't. Even, which is no. ludicrous to me now, thinking about what I used to eat. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I I would not. I don't think I once once my kids old enough to eat cereal, I don't think those will be options at least in the house because yeah, I I think that I'm trying to remember like what was the. Like even the, sh- the the sugariest cereal I think I was allowed to have was probably like frosted mini wheats, which I mean it's sugary, it's frosted, but it's still essentially shredded wheat, which is not like yeah, that's really so bad. bad. That's not so yeah, bad. it's not like yeah. nothing. I, I I never had a, a cereal with marshmallows in it oh. in our house growing up. Mm, yeah, yeah, we could. I mean, we just didn't like those as much. I mean, we did have them occasionally, but I mean, I always like Cap'n Crunch or. That what used to be called um, sugar, you know, sugar pops. Now they're called corn mm-hmm. pops, but they they were originally called sugar pops. Weird, weirdly <laughs> enough, they changed like, yeah, like that's what they wanted in the in the name to make sure that sugar the sugars. kids knew that they were full of sugar. <laughs> Another yeah. product slash brand I miss that I really was into as a kid is Game Genie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that no longer familiar? there's not an equivalent i guess i don't think so because of how games work yeah these you days. can't really do that now. but you know you would it was giant monstrosities of dongles that you would attach to your video game cartridges and then you could basically you were hacking rom addresses i believe yeah up and, up to uh to tweak things in the game and man i love that stuff like now you're always invincible or you have a thousand lives like honestly it made oh. games better like cheat codes right i mean yeah, yeah. Like, same yeah. thing when yeah yeah i remember i, never yeah, had I remember like but... wasn't the, what was the cheat code for marathon like the cheat mechanism for marathon was there like a thing that you like because you saved the game i think you saved the game and then you edited that save file somehow and that would give you oh, i don't know I, yeah, never... I can't remember so long ago but yeah i, I definitely there were many times that i did, <laughs> did that it's like i'm never gonna get through this level unless i give myself like <laughs> all like, the weapons that's, that's the thing like and i think that overall video games have trended better on this like we're basically in many not all games yeah. grossly generous, but in many games you kind of respawn from wherever you just died well oh, also, yeah. i think yeah. there are games literally where even the games that are designed to be hard uh, i'm thinking of i just finished um jedi survivor and that's a Souls-like game, which is to say it's pattern on Dark Souls is the sort of originator of this time, where you're supposed to be kind of harder and more like a classic game. Like, you still die and respawn, but, like, you lose everything you've saved since your last right. save point, etc. Um, and even there, what's nice about it is that you can change the difficulty level at any point while you're playing. So, like, yeah. I ran into a couple things where it's like, I am never going to beat this boss or whatever. And I'll j- I can just throw myself against it like fifty times and maybe eventually win after being super frustrated, or I can just turn the difficulty down and wail on this guy real fast just so yeah. I can get to like my you know check it off. Yeah, I did it. I did it on the easiest <laughs> setting, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, Who cares? That's the thing. Getting stuck in a game stinks, right? Like you I paid. I paid to have fun for this yeah. experience, right? Right? Like, right. yeah. That's like I mean, uh, that was the the first time I played the first well. What am I saying? I'm saying the first time I started looking things up online was playing mm-hmm. um, Mist, right? Because I was like, I, I'm enjoying doing some of these puzzles, but I'm not spending months doing these puzzles. I'm not going to be like trying to figure out every little thing. And so I was like, oh, there's this thing called the Internet now. I could probably look up <laughs> how to get around this one that is driving me absolutely bananas. Yep. And so I did. Yeah. 
I do it again. Right. <laughs> no, but I won't play Mist again. I played it. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, Jeeber wants to know, social networking, does quantity or quality count more? Quantity of social networks or <laughs> quality? <laughs> yeah, I think I agree with that. I, I, I don't I, think it's even, like, I don't think that's not even. <laughs> I mean, if, unless you're talking about, like, sort of general application of, like, how likely a service is to catch on. Is it more important that you have a service that has high quality or a service that has a lot of people? In which case, I think there's an argument that a certain critical mass of quantity is needed, right? Like, we've seen all the social networks that are out there right now that's like, there's nobody here, so no one's ever going to be here, right? <laughs> like, if you don't have a critical mass, T2, I'm looking at you. If you don't have a critical mass <laughs> of people who are there that you're interested in talking to, it's irrelevant. Yeah, that's true. I, um, I, I think that obviously quality matters more, but if I have great quality from like a third of the people I wish I could be following because they're not there, that's a bummer. So, yeah. So yeah. there, there is, there's a minimum viable quantity. The, uh, the final question this week. Nope. The penultimate question this week is from, Oh, please. No. If you didn't have things to promote like books, consulting, six colors or t-shirts, how much would you use social media? Uh, I'd probably use it more. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to I don't want to over like I, so a thing that I think about a lot is I don't want to only be using my feeds for promotion and like I'll promote yeah. every new episode of a podcast I'm on or if I am in a show or whatever or if I mean I don't really use it to promote consulting that much I did in the very beginning but now I don't but like I want to be able to use it for those things but it also has to have you know stuff and like because it's not just for promotion right i use it for fun i mostly if, use all these things for if i have something funny to share or yeah. that i think is funny or if i just have a topic on my mind because if you if you if all it did was post things about your new podcast episode you could just make a bot or like a right. workflow to do that right exactly no, which i did for my daily podcast <laughs> like I don't which is fine stuff. i mean that that's you know that's usually as well because i run into the things too where i promote stuff and i, I like you Lex. i worry about like promoting something too much because yeah. people will get tuned out. But then I also run into all of these situations where people are like, oh, you have a book? And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I literally had one of the listeners of this podcast who posted to me, I didn't know you were going to be in Richmond for comedy sports. I would have come to see it. I'm like, well, I posted about it four times. I don't know what the fuck else I was supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I showed up at your door. Uh, I rang the doorbell. No one was home. Left you a note on the door. No, didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I, I don't post every shirt I make <laughs> just so people know there's, there's not enough time in the day. <laughs> there isn't. I, and also I just like, I don't want my feed to be like that, you know, just constant, I, I, like, yeah, it's the thing stuff. for me where it's like, I, for the book stuff, especially I want to, I do want to promote it on there because it's one of the few places where I know it will get seen. Yeah. Right. Like there is an audience there and it's not just an audience of people solely who have opted in because thanks to you know boosts and retweets and stuff like that it can get shared so yeah i can post stuff to like my mailing list which i do but those are all people who have chosen to like show up and, and subscribe to a mailing list mm -hmm. um so it's one of the few places where i feel like i have any control over promotional stuff like otherwise i could just leave it to my publisher or something but that doesn't hit certain audiences so I would probably use it a little bit less just because I have lately posted fewer things that I are just like, ah, oh, funny things or observational stuff just because I'm tired <laughs> and it feels like a job sometimes. <laughs> you just like, mean in the last like 48 hours? Yes. Well, and the year before that. Um, 
but also just like it, it feels like everybody I, I don't need to do the thing where it's like oh everybody's talking about this thing and therefore i must weigh in on this topic right like f- the obligation of posting yeah i've just gotten tired of i, I don't feel right. like i need to contribute to every single I don't, topic yeah, on there yeah and I, I mean i'm so tired of people like angrily commenting <laughs> well you yeah. should probably not go on the internet anymore <laughs> i know i know the discourse with a capital d is exhausting yes oh man so true but not uh, this podcast this podcast is fun <laughs> and then finally mr e-man wants to know do you take pictures of your car's odometer when it shows interesting numbers like sequential <laughs> repeating palindrome pi and i'm gonna read it mr e-man although i debated it or boobs <laughs> so does it do you uh i yeah. i would yeah i mean if it was boobs E-Man if i, I managed to get rolls. boobs <laughs> It's not going not not to be the, the title. Uh, I, uh, uh, it's funny. I think E-Man's been looking through my camera roll because I 100% do this. Um, <laughs> I almost thought, I thought about this just today because I was driving out to go to uh, the dealership and my, my odometer was 76666. <laughs> six, 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 yeah. And I was like, ooh, lots of sixes. I should take a picture of that. I didn't. <laughs> But I thought about it, and I have definitely done that in the past. Yeah, I, d- I don't think I, I don't pay enough attention to it to really have that be something that I do on a, on a regular basis. I, I just glance at it from time to time. Yeah. Can I search in photos, um, odometer, will it show me all my odometer pictures? Yeah, the answer type, is no. type in it boobs. Doesn't, it and doesn't see what know what get. an odometer is. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those are our questions. If you want to be one of those cool people who sends questions, prime.reboundcast.com. It's also the only way you get to listen to our bonus episodes. And uh, we do one every week. Which begins now. 